Praise the Lord, everybody. Cheryl Boggs Ministries presents Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Psalm 91 and 1 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is truly the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this program. I pray, God, that people that are listening and that are logged on, God, that they will receive a word from you. I thank you for an uplifting, inspiring, encouraging program on today. And I just thank you for it in Jesus' name. I'm Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to Resting in His Word. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. So go ahead, call, text, or email a friend. Let them know that Resting in His Word is on the air, and they'll be so glad that you did. Yes, yes, yes. I could sing of the love of the Lord forever. Why? Because he's good. Why? Because he's loving. Why? Because he's kind. Why? Because there's nobody like him. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard live here every Monday from 6 to 8 Central, 7 to 9 Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Studios. How are you doing? I'll wait. If you had a bad day and it was a Monday, I encourage you to put a smile on your face because your attitude is what determines your altitude. And if you just put a smile on your face and say, you know what? God's got me. God's got this. And then you could just rest in the Lord and rest in his promises because his promises are yes and his promises are amen. Well, it's a BEA beautiful day here in the Dallas, Texas, Bedford, Texas, and surrounding areas. It's 107 degrees. Yes, I said 107. Howsoever, <laughs> the S-O-N, which is Jesus Christ, is always shining. The S-U-N decided he wanted to shine all week long. So we're going to be like at 107, 108, something like that, but it doesn't matter. We are thankful. We're thankful to be alive. We're thankful for his goodness and his mercy. We're thankful for air conditioning. We're thankful that we're not standing outside. We pray for those that are outside, though. Pray for shelters to open up and people, because it sure is hot. Well, you know, you know how you have an anniversary uh, you've been married over 30 some years and, and then you had a birthday, you know, that's what's going on in, uh, Lady Evelyn J's life. Uh-huh. So we're happy that she's back. I'm going to mess with her for just a little bit before I get started. Hello. Hello there. How are you? I am awesome. Thank God. Amen. How I got like huh? I got like two I got uh 30 seconds for you. Okay. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yay. 
yesterday. I take anything early. I I saw that you were celebrating your anniversary. Thirty-seven years or thirty-seven years. Can you believe that? What a blessing. I am so happy for you. It's a blessing. And I encourage all those that are married and uh, maybe considering marriage, it's, it's work. You have to work at everything you desire in your heart. So just because you say I do, don't mean everything is smooth sailing all the time. That's right, girl. Tell us. Tell yes. us how we can get it right. Exactly. <laughs> Amen. I just wanted to jump on. Okay. Because we're Thank not going to be here tomorrow. So I'm going to go ahead. I was going to exactly. give you happy birthdays today. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Lady Evelyn J and her Empowered and Joy segment is now. I am glad to be back with everyone. I thank my sister for that beautiful song. Uh, it's just it's just a thrill to be seeing another day. If I wake up tomorrow to celebrate uh, 61 years here on Earth, and I'm not ashamed to tell it. I tell you what, in those 61 years, I learned a lot, and I'm still learning. Every day you wake up, is something new happening in your life every day that you always got to learn. Um, and, you know, you think you're tired of learning, but no, it never stops, okay? So I'm encouraging you to keep on, uh, those of you that are in your uh, 40s, 50s, or what have you, 60s, uh, you're not old. <laughs> I always say we're just seasoned, okay? Um, a friend of mine, uh, I was in a group a meeting last week, and, and one of the gentlemen said, I might be the oldest uh, out of all of you guys, because it was one of my college uh, platforms that I have to have a meeting in. And he came on, and um, I turned my uh, camera off. I wasn't in the camera, so nobody really knew who was in the uh, in the group for the meeting. So when I turned on my camera, one of the uh, leaders said, oh, we have someone else that might be just in your category. I said, no, I'm just seasoned, honey. I'm not old. <laughs> so, But anyway, I just thank God that I am here. Uh, the amount of years that God has given me, 60 years, that's a long time. I'm going to tell you, when I was in my 20s, I never really thought that I would be saying that I'm in my 60s today. So wherever you are, whatever age you are, celebrate it. Uh, celebrate it like is you know, 1999, like, you know, I hate to say it, uh, our, little, our man that had passed on. Uh, but celebrate your life. It is so important to celebrate your life. But let me give you my opening. <laughs> um, you are li listening to Empowered and Joy. I am your host, Lady Evelyn J, aka Lady Evelyn Joy. And it's such a thrill to be back with you on another Monday evening. And this is July. And after July, it's about time to start back school. Parents are going to be shopping. Mothers are going to be going out buying clothes for their children, school supplies. And, and, and this year, it's, it's just, it's half a year. It's gone. It's already gone. We're going to be buying stuff for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all of that pretty soon, getting ready for the fall season, which is one of my favorite seasons is fall and spring. But fall is just something about the trees. I'm a tree watcher, so I love when the, 
the trees. We don't get to see it that much here in Texas, but hopefully we will when the, the, the leaves start changing colors. That's the best time of the year that I love when the leaves start changing. But I am so thankful to be here. It is such a blessing to be here and to share and to let people know that God is good. He's still on his throne. He hasn't gone anywhere, you know. We may have left him, but he hasn't left us. He said he'll never leave us, nor will he forsake us. And I'm so thankful for that. Because I tell you, dealing with humans, they are forsaking each other. People are fighting one another. People are shooting one another. I believe I heard there was another shooting. Can you imagine? These young people are going into department stores, malls, or restaurants, or wherever people are trying to gather and shooting up the place. We don't spare the rod too much and too long, okay? <laughs> I, I'm like, somebody needs a whooping. I'm sorry. I had, that, that just came out of me. I'm sorry. But, you know, it just seemed like people have just lost their way. And, you know, the Bible spoke of uh, many, uh, the love of many will wax cold. And I don't think the love is waxing too soon yet, but if we don't watch it, the love of many is going to start waxing cold. I mean, nobody, uh, we were in Houston and, and we experienced it here in Dallas. Uh, when you're backing out of the parking lot, people are so impatient. They don't even let you back out. They used to wait. But they just drive right, right by and see your reverse lights on and like you don't even matter. So people are getting to the point of no courtesy to one another. They're not trying to love one another. <laughs> and, you know, it's just a, it, it's, it's praying time. That's what I'm going to say. It's praying time. What I was going to talk about, let me get on my subject before I, I talk too long and talk all of my time off. Um, I Like I said, I went to... Um, my sister mentioned that I was traveling. I was traveling for my anniversary, which was 37 years, July the 6th. And tomorrow's my birthday, which is 61 years. And last year I was on the beach in Aruba. Uh, so I told my husband, I said, I have to be somewhere, celebrate my birthday somewhere. I don't care if it's not on the beach, but it's got to be somewhere. So we decided to run down to Pearland, Texas. I was watching an influencer on Instagram and she had mentioned Pearland, Texas. And I said, well, babe, I want to go to Pearland, Texas. He said, well, where is that? I said, that's in Houston somewhere. I don't know. Let's go check it out. And then we could swing over into Galveston because I needed to see some ocean. but couldn't get to it. I was going to drive to it. Okay. So <laughs> we drove down to Pearland, Texas, and I went to the different places that this influencer talked about on her platform. And then we drove out to the Galveston Ocean. And I'd never been to Galveston before, so I checked that off my bucket list. And, uh, you know, pretty much living my life like it's golden, like my girlfriend just celebrated her birthday and started traveling all over the world and living her life like it's golden. And so I didn't get to travel over the world, but I traveled down to Houston. And I um, we parked at uh, Galveston. I sat there on this little little curb that was pretty high. And um, and I saw all these men down at the shoreline. It was rocks. It wasn't the shore. So it was where the water ended and where they were standing and fishing. I saw all the, these fishing poles in the water. And, and I just sat there and I just watched. And 
and watch the tankers come in, the large tankers. Uh, I, 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 they look like the kind that has oil in them. And so it was about three or four of them sitting out in the water, and I saw them moving. And as we were approaching, I said, babe, I think that's a cruise ship over there. And he said, no, I don't think so. And so the closer we got, it didn't look like a cruise ship, but it was something like a tanker as well. And so I sat there and I just sat in peace and calm. It's something about water. It just it just calms me. And so I sat there at the bank and I watched this guy, his line jerked. He had about two foot poles sitting there already baited and in the water. The line was already in the water. So he got a hook. He got he got a fish. And I said, oh, babe, he caught a fish. And I sat there and I watched him and he patiently grabbed that, that grabbed the rod and reel and just started reeling it in, reeling it in. And my husband said, I don't think he got a fish. I said, I think he do. His, his, his rod is bending downwardly. I think he got something. I think he got some. But he was so patiently reeling in this, whatever he thought he caught or whatever. And so he finally, finally got it up on shore. And it was a long fish. And I was just so, I was just excited just to see that. Because um, I've seen them at people at the riverbanks fishing and catching fish, and but I've never seen it that size, and it was such a large size. And I saw all the patience in this guy. I said, I would have threw the rod in, you know, just being excited and everything. But I saw his patience and his consistency. You know, he didn't jerk on the line. He just kind of kept tugging it and willing it in, willing it in, having the patience and, and just standing there on the rock, on the rock. And it was several other people that was down there. They were just excited as I was. Oh, he got one. He got one. He got a fish. He got one. And so he wasn't saying a word. He was just constantly willing it in, willing it in. And it just took me to Matthews. It just made me think about the fishermen that Jesus went out to salt for. He went to look for fishermen's of men. He wanted, he needed, he needed help. He didn't want to do it alone. After John got arrested in, in, in Capernaum, he just, he went out to go get help. You know, I need help. And, you know, we all kind of like turn away help at times, but even Jesus didn't do it alone. So on our journey as Christians, we can't do it alone. We have to, we have to arm up with another Christian so we can, we can do this witnessing to people together and we can go and, you know, when we get beat up out there in the world, we can go back to my, to my other mate and say, Hey, uh, what did you do? I'm exhausted. What did you do? And we can kind of bounce each other, bounce off of each other, sharpening each other to get back out there and go out there to grab more uh, witness to more men and women and children and whoever that wants to come unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And I watched that, that little episode. And I said, why did Jesus, something just fell in my spirit right then. Why did Jesus go after the fishermen? Why did he choose them when he could have chose a, a, a professor, somebody, a doctor with a Ph.D., a master's, bachelor, whatever, high school diploma? He went to a man that stands on the banks or get on his boat and go out far into the sea. And not disturbing anybody because out there in the sea, you all alone sometimes. If, you know, you have other people on the boat with you, but you're pretty much out there alone. And, and just to think, what does a fisherman think about when he goes out there? He's always prepping, fixing the net, mending the net. And then when they get out there to sea, they cast the net. And once they cast the net, it, it's not like, 
They pull the net at once. The net is dragging under the boat, I guess, as the boat sails and it, and I guess as, you know, everything crawls off into it or, or I'm not sure how it, once it casts out into the ocean, what happens? Do they run their boat or do they stand still and then the, the net is grabbing whatever's, you know, in its way? I don't know. But I do know, you know, from watching shows, uh, about the big catch. I watched a show called the big catch. If I'm not mistaken, they went out and caught crabs and different things, but I watched how they cast the cages out there and everything got caught up in the cage and they got rid of the things that did not go in the net. You know, they kept what they needed, but tossed what they did not need. Things that were, were dead. Maybe there were some things that were dead that they can't use this, can't eat that. And maybe they caught a boot. Maybe they caught a parts of a ship or maybe they caught just parts of uh, garbage that was, you know, cast out into the sea and, and it was heavy and it sunk down to the bottom. And because from what I understand, when they cast out the net, it goes low because I, I guess they have weights on it, I guess. And, and so they go in and they capture everything in the sea and they cast out what they don't need. And I got to thinking about that, you know, to be on the sea, you, number one, you can't have fear because <laughs> storms may rise. You can't have fear. You got to have patience, a lot of patience. You have to have uh, consistency and you got to love what you do when you go out there. You can't be one that's out there for the money because if you don't have patience and you don't have fortitude, you don't have consistency. And yes, some of the fishermen have a little bit of competitiveness. And they'd be competing against each other. Who's going to bring in the biggest haul? But Jesus went after these men, these particular men, because they had qualities that they probably, he probably couldn't get out of normal people, people that were educated. Because educated people want to strategize, you know, uh, you want us to be fishermen over men. You want us to go witness to men. Let's let's have a board meeting and let's strategize how we're going to we're going to market it. You know, we're going to put up flyers or we're going to put up this, that. And no, Jesus just wanted it simple. And he went after these men, these particular men, you know, over in 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 um, Matthews four eighteen, And it says, and Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee saw two brethren, Simon, called Peter, Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. They were fishermen of the sea. And Jesus just said unto them, follow me. I will make you fishermen, fishers of men. And I guess they didn't have no questions asked about it. You know, they just, and they straightway left their nets and followed him. How many of us, you know, we won't even follow Jesus sometime if the commandment comes to, to us, but they straightway left what they were doing. They obeyed the spirit of Jesus speaking, dropped their nets of what they were doing and follow. No questions. Because we probably would ask questions. Now, what, what is he all about? Who is he? And where did he come from? And all of that. But they didn't do that. They didn't do that. And, and Jesus chose them for a purpose and, a, and gave them a position that they never, none of us probably would have been able to, to stand. Because they were going to be tested and tried. 
as disciples. And it says here, and they, they straightway left their nets and in, in the 21st verse, and going on from thence, he saw two other brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. He got two brothers, four brothers, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Mm. Oh, when Jesus called, we have to answer. Oh, my gosh, we have to answer unto him. And he said, and they immediately left the ship and their father. They left their father. Now, that's that's not done. This is a man that's giving you an order and you're following him and not your father. But they knew who they were following because he spoke their language and they immediately left. They left their dad and followed him. And Jesus went about all of Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And this, while he was walking on this earth with us, collecting his disciples along the way, he was preaching and teaching the gospel and healing all matter of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Now we talk about, you know, the manner of sicknesses that we have and the manner of diseases that we have. And Jesus was just walking through, <laughs> healing all manner of diseases and all manner of sickness. And his fame went throughout all of Syria, the Syria that they bombed, the, that Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people and that were taken with divers' disease and torment. Listen to this. Sickness, divers' diseases. And I thought the diseases we had was all new, you know, with the monk, monkey pox and the COVID-19 and, and the BA, BA5 now. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I thought we had all the diseases that's popping up in the nation. But it says here that he was, they bought their, him sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, those that are mentally disturbed and those who were, right here it says, those which were possessed with devils. They called it what it is, devils. And those which were lunatics and those had the palsy and he healed them all mm. while he was out signing up fishermen <laughs> to be fishermen of men. That's what we are as Christians. We're supposed to go out and be fishermen of men and women, boys, girls. We're supposed to be teaching what we've been taught. When I got called to Christ, somebody was preaching and teaching unto me the gospel of Jesus Christ, that this, this, this person that walked among us died for our sins, that we may have eternal life. He went back ooh, to prepare a place for all of us. See, we, we don't hear these messages anymore. So maybe that's the reason why people are so despondent in their minds. They're so disturbed in their mind because we need to start hearing what really the Bible tells. Go out and teach the gospel because we're going to need the gospel. <laughs> 
sooner or later. You know, it's good to, it's good that, you know, everybody's rising up to, to, to teach and preach and all of that, but we can't forget what we are teaching and preaching about. And that is the gospel of Jesus Christ, because he is the only one that's going to save us, deliver us and heal us from all manner of diseases. And yes, we may not be healed here on earth, but there is a better place prepared where he said there will be no more crying, no more dying. Ooh, I want to see that place. Okay. And it says here, and there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee to Discopolis and Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan. And he said in the second, I mean, the chapter five, it says, and seeing the multitudes, he went up into the mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came with him. Thank you, Lisa, for listening. His disciples came unto him and he opened his mouth and he taught them, saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for their kingdom, their kingdom of heaven. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Let me reread that. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that moan, for they shall be comforted. And we've done a lot of moaning these last couple of years. Thank you, Sally, for listening. Uh, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. Okay, we're going to be filled if we keep thirsting after God's righteousness. And in order to thirst after him, we got to be just like when you don't get that natural water in your body. You get thirsty. The mouth gets parched and everything. We think Coca-Cola and we think Pepsi's going to do it. We think an icy or a slush is going to. No, no, no. You have to drink what's going to flourish, this nourish this body. And that's water. He said, for we shall be blessed. It says here in the sixth verse, first, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. We got the hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. All of us that are peacemakers. I remember Martin Luther King, his, his mission was to, uh, if we protest, protest peacefully. Peacemakers, they shall be called the children of God. He said, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Automatically, if you're going to be persecuted for lifting up the name of Jesus or wearing a badge, I, I'm a Jesus, uh, I, I'm saved by Jesus, then so be it, because my place is going to be in the kingdom of heaven. And he said, blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all matter of evil against you falsely for my sake, for Jesus' sake, okay? Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. So the disciples that he chose were persecuted. They were scrutinized. They were ears cut off. They had to, they had to go through almost the same torment that Jesus did. But they, a lot of them got their heads cut off. 
and all of that. It's just, it's just the sacrifice that we do for Jesus. But believe me, there's a heaven. There's going to be a heaven for those that are persecuted for the namesake of Jesus Christ. And it says here, ye are the salt. We are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savor, and in this time and season, churchgoers are losing their salt. We can't do that. It said, wherewith shall it be salted? It is this for good for nothing but to be cast out and be trodden under the feet of men. So don't, we are the salt of the earth. Don't let our salt lose its flavor. You know, don't let us die in religion and we can't save nobody with a testimony, okay? <laughs> and say, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on the candlestick and give it light unto all in the house. And this last one before I should close, it said, let your light show shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. And that's what we do here. We try to shine our light that you may see our good works and inquire about who is that Evelyn talking about the goodness of Jesus, that he chose men that were fishermen, that had patience, that had consistency, that knew how to go out there and gain, gain men for Christ. They did it, but they had a sacrifice that they had to do and go through. And why we don't think we're going to do it, why we think we won't go through the sacrifice, people rebuke you and scold you and all matter of things said against you. Thank you, Shirley, for listening. I want you all to join back on next week. I, I don't know, you know, just sitting on that river in Galveston made me think about the disciples and what they did. And what they did, we should be doing also. So join me again next Monday evening at 6, uh, 6.05 and let's talk about it. That's what we're here about, to share the goodness of God. I'm your host, Lady Evelyn J. God bless you. Hey, y'all, what's going on? It's Devon Franklin. You're listening to Cheryl Boggs, Resting in His Word. That's the only place you need to be. Stay right here. Don't turn. God bless you. Hi, this is Jay Jerome. This is Jay Jerome, and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Beautiful people, this is Major Mr. This is why I love you. And we're rocking with Cheryl Boggs. Resting. Resting in his word. What's up? It's your man Montel Jordan, and this is how we do it. You listen to my girl Cheryl Boggs, and we're resting in his word. In everything, we give you thanks.
Yes, Lord, we give you thanks for the breath this morning, for a brand new dawn, for grace and mercy. Lord, we just want to say thank you. All right. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard here live every Monday from 6 to 8 Eastern, 7 to 9. My man, 6 to 8 Central, 7 to 9 Eastern. And you know what time it is. Okay, well, I'll tell you if you don't know. It's time for us to take a walk in the word. But I want to give some shout outs. Hey, Lisa Chu, Minister Chu. And uh, let's see. Sally Jackson and Shirley. Thank you all for joining me. Let's bring Elder Brett on and let's see what. Oh, I'm going to take a walk in the way. <laughs> How are you? I am doing fantastic. How about you, Elder Bosch? You okay? <clears throat> yes, sir. You, uh, you got everything going over there. Kind of loud, ain't you? Is it, is it too loud? I can turn it down some. Let me... Yeah, we got a, just a little echo. Okay. Oh, you know what? I know it is fine. Uh-huh. We want to we want to walk in the word, you know. We don't want no hindrances. Right, right, right. <laughs> Is that better? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great people. Yeah, I had to turn my speaker because I was listening to Evelyn, and I just, I, you know, I was I was hanging on her every word, so I just didn't want to miss miss. Well, you should, but, you uh, should yeah. tell her that. Well, I guess you just did. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> when I do my when I do my um my Bible study. See my five minutes of God, you know, uh, and when I always, you know, promote this show, and I always tell you, you got to turn in and listen to Evelyn, man. Evelyn is preaching the pain off the walls, you know. She is. You don't tell them to turn in and listen to me. Yeah, I mean, you one up, yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> You're taking it out of context, Elder Bob. <laughs> ah, well, you know, when when one wins, we all win. So. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do, we all win, but. It's just a blessing, man, to be um, uh, to be a part of of of, of, of uh, an operation. Uh, I don't say operation, but part of, uh, of the process of, of getting people um, into the body of Christ. Yes. You know, and 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 this this is just. I was telling the team yesterday. This is an exciting time to be in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because of everything that's going on. We know that. Uh, um, Jesus is coming. I mean, his his return is is getting closer and closer because the gospel is being preached all around the world. The gospel is being preached. And since the gospel is being preached, you know, he said that's the sign to look for. That when the end is near and the gospel is being preached. And that's the thing. I'm just excited about that, you know, because we have, like I said, it's an awesome time for us to be in the body of Christ and connected to the body of Christ and to be in a good ministry. You know, and like being connected with with uh, with you here doing the rescue in His Word, and we've just been telling people how you can rest in His Word. You know, because God's Word is so it's it, He's faithful to His Word, and His Word never fails. It never fails. Never. And it never failed me, and, and I and I and I've learned that over time. You know, over time, to where you know I was telling people um, on my uh, Bible study I think it was last week. We're talking about as we continue to grow in Christ and we start facing little difficulties, whatever it is, we have enough experience and experience with God that we can draw on those experiences and say, okay, well, wait a minute. You know, um, 
if, if you got me through this, then I know, and you got me through that, and you start, what you basically have to do is you have to start testifying to yourself and, and tell yourself what God has done for you. And, and when, once you start doing that, your faith will arise. You know, your faith will rise up inside of you because you'll be like, okay, wait a minute. You know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. <laughs> you, Buck. <laughs> you know, and, 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 when you, and when you when you, when you you understand that, then it's like nothing that you go through, man. It really doesn't, it won't, it won't knock you off your square for a long time. You know, you might get knocked, you might take a bump here and there. But when you understand the goodness of God, when you understand how good God is, that in spite of everything that goes on, God is still good. He is still good. And he is faithful to his word. And that's the thing that I try to convey to people is that, yeah, you know, you got you, you might be going through something right now. A, a friend of mine whose wife passed away, um, the one that guy, remember the guy that we were praying for? Um, but his wife passed away. And um, but I, I sent a message uh, a couple of weeks ago and I told him, man, I said, you know what? God is still good. God is still good in spite of everything that we're going through. You and mean everything. the one that's been married for 50 years? Was married 50 years? Yeah, I almost forget. It had been, yeah, they had been together almost 50 years, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she did she passed away. And um, but you know, and and, and I and I keep in, I keep in contact with him, you know, because I, I give him a call and say, Hey man, how you doing? You know, and good. he said, you know, I'm doing pretty good, man. He's, he's getting better and better. And I said, Yeah, you know, it takes a little time. He said, Man, you know, one of the things that I've been doing, and 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 it, it, it didn't caught me off guard. But I was really surprised. Dude. He said that he's been he's been reading five minutes with God every day, and he said it's been helping him. You know, it's been helping. Him. I'm like, okay, you know, that, I'm glad it's blessing you. You know, he said because he said I, I, it's allowing him to get back in touch with God in spite of all the things that's going on. Because like like I told him, I said it's all about just getting the new normal. You know, and I said you know grief never goes away; it just becomes more manageable. And and as he said, yeah, you know what it is like that. And I said, yeah. And it's better today than it was back then. I see you're going to go highs and lows. But through it all, man, God is still good. You know, God is still good. And you just have to, you have to remember that, that the same God that, 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 that brought you through everything that you've been through these past 30, 40 years, man, with her. You know, it's the same God. It's mm-hmm. the same God. He has not changed. He has not changed just because, you know, uh, um, life situations have changed around you. You know, and and uh, you know that's just that it's life, it's life. But we were talking about how, um, because we're in recovery together, and one of the one of the things that they talk about in um, the Narcotics Anonymous, it, it says that the Narcotics Narcotics Anonymous helps ease the pain of living through spiritual principles, and and it's like okay, and I say, and that's what the Bible does for us. You know, the Bible and our relationship with God helps us get through these difficult times, man, because we can we can trust on his love and we know that he is good and he loves us and, and that this that's not gonna kill us what we're going through. You know, and 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 when you know that, you know, then you can just be able to go through it. And he's got the love of some other guys in the program that have been around they have lost wives and lost children and you know uh and they still have been able to stay clean. You know, and I'm like, you know, so yeah, you know, and I was surprised because I told him, I said, have you heard such and such? He said, yeah, man, they called me. And such and such, he came over the other day. I'm like, okay, great. So the brother, they're rallying around him. And see, that's what it's all about, fellowship. It's about fellowship, one with, one with another. And that's what God is about, man. God is about, you know, surrounding us when we are in, in, in our time of need. 
I remember um, somebody told me once, he said, God is loving us through other people. Okay. And we, and, and we show our love from God. God loves us through people, and we love God, God showing his love to people through us. And so, and that's how that God works, because we are his hands in the earth. You know, I was telling the team that yesterday, that God, we are God, we do it, we're doing God's work down here. You know, so we have to, you know, do that. And, and it's like, you know, we are the only, you and I talk about it all the time, about how we're the only Bible some people ever read. So since that is how it is, what do we, what do we tell, what do people see when they see us? What are they reading? Right, you know, right. And 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 I present that to all Christians that it, it and it's, it's we don't have to be on a soapbox on a corner, hellfire and damnation. You know, get saved or it's not about that, man. It's about being extending God's love to somebody because God is love, and all we gotta do is extend God's love to people. And we extend God's love to people. I, I mean, that wins them over. Romans two four said, "It's the goodness of God." That leads you to repentance. That once you want to change and turn, and so yeah, that's what we're doing. You know, we're telling people about the goodness of God and showing them His love. And, and when you when you find out about that and you can bask in that love, man, I'm telling you, it is so good, Cheryl. It is so good. It really it is, is. Is that how you know that God is real? That there actually is a God? Yeah, because of His love. It's love, okay. and and it, and, it, and it starts with, for me sometimes when it's kind of a little warm outside now. But I used to do a little, <laughs> I used to do it when I had my little chihuahua in the morning. I would go out on the back porch, and I would sit there, and I would and I would do my confessions, you know. And the planes would be going back and forth to DFW, and I, you know, and I would just sit there and I would just bask and, and looking at listening the birds chirping and the sun, you know. And you can just say, man, you know. And, and I take a person, I say, you know what, God did that for me. And, and you can see God's handiwork. You got to see God's love in everything that's around you, man. I mean, it's good. He is good. And and when when I think about things like that, you know, you go back to Genesis where God said and he saw it and it was good. And right. everything he said, he saw it and it was good. And it's still here. <laughs> the things that he said and he saw and it was good, it's still good. Okay. So, yeah, we, we got this good. Man. And that's what I... That's my mission. You know, I got that on my on thing on my little Twitter thing about uh, you know I want to tell people that God is not the bad guy. He's right. not out to get you. You know, he is not a bad guy, despite what some people will say and, and religiously. That's not God. That's not right. God. You know, and and so when we try to encourage people when they go through difficult times, you know, like they say, oh, well, God took them. no, 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 death took them. But they, but if they were in Christ, God received them, okay. But God received them, but death took them. And the Bible tells us that the last enemy to be destroyed is death, okay. Yeah. So, you know, when you understand that and understand mortality and understand eternal eternal life and how we went from eternal death to eternal life, and eternal life began the moment we accepted Christ, not the moment when we stopped living on this earth and, and went on to glory. Mm -mm. No, I mean, I'm living eternal life right now, only here and now. Uh, the boss, I'm going to get mine right now. Right, right now. I'm letting, you, I'm letting you preach. I was like, well, I don't know if I need to get a basket, you know, a handkerchief. I, you know, preach on, <laughs> preach, preach. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. That's, we are his hands and feet. Yes. And love for us is, is, 
It's his goodness that calls mm -hmm. us to repent. It's his goodness that says, hey, you don't have to live that way. You don't have to live defeated. You don't have to live suicidal. You don't have to live yeah. depressed, you mm -hmm. know. And and even though, like we always say, you know, life happens to us all. It rains on the yeah. just as well as the unjust. Mm -hmm. The difference is the just, I always like to say justified, just as if I never sinned. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, like the that. difference is you've got, you know, a loving savior, a loving mm -hmm. uh, father that's there to help you, to pick you up and and put you on what that road called straight. And yeah. if you deviate, oh, wait a minute, I'm rhyming today. And even <laughs> if you deviate, he mm -hmm. will still nudge you back over and get you on that right road. He's not going to be like, you did this and you, no, he's going to say, get up, baby. My love and my grace is sufficient. My mercy, right. you know, uh, is here for you. Get up and, mm -hmm. and, and, and continue to walk out this journey. Cause it's a journey. It's not a sprint. Yes. You know, if we act yeah. as if what the Bible says, he said, if we act as if we have not sinned, then mm -hmm. we are lying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're because right. of the flesh, yeah. you know, we're, we're still mm -hmm. in this human, this yeah. you know, this human uh, body. What do you always say? So we are human. We're in the human body having we're, a spirit. We're, uh, we're a spirit being having a human experience. Having a human experience. Yeah, we're a spirit being, and that and the thing about it is, is that even when we make mistakes, and, and we and we we're constantly making mistakes, but we have to learn from our mistakes. We yep. accept our mistakes. We get we we, we 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 pick ourselves up. We dust ourselves off. We make whatever adjustment we need to make, man, and we move on. You know, man. we move on. We move on. You have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you, we can't be like hogs wallowing in the uh, wallowing in the mud. You know, once you fall down and just hanging. No, no, you got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and, and like Bishop uh, told me once, uh, 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 get back in the race. <laughs> you know. Get back in the race, man, because this is it. This is it, you know, and we have such a, a, a fantastic opportunity to be able to win others to Christ by, and that's the thing that I'm looking at is, is how how he has been good to us and how we can extend that goodness to others, man. And this is not say, hey, you know, and, and, and like the Bible talks about, we should always be able to give an answer to the hope that's within us. That's within us, you know, yeah. and give an answer and say, "Hey, you know what? Let me tell you, <laughs> I've been through this, 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 that. But you know what? Because of my relationship with God, I was able to do this, 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 and this, and, and understand that God still loves me. And God still loves you, no matter what you go through. God loves you. I was and, blind. Yeah, and I can see, man. I'm telling you, because I have made a plethora of mistakes. <laughs> a plethora of mistakes. Does that mean a whole lot? No. <laughs> a whole, a whole bunches, okay, a whole bunches. <laughs> but I've learned how, as life has taught me to accept responsibility, and, it, and and no matter how bad it might seem at the moment, this is not fatal. Right. It is not fatal, you know. And I've I've been trying to teach a, 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 a youngster in my family this this thing that you know, whatever we all make mistakes, you know. Mm -hmm. But when, when you go through this stuff, man, and you got to go through it, and the thing about going through is. You come in one side and you, and you come out the other. Okay? You come in one side and you come out the other, but you got to go through. You got to right, go through. Right. 
And the thing about it is, as you're going through, you know, Carl talks, my brother Carl talks about all the time that, you know, he asked God, you know, inside of this one big lesson, there are a lot of little lessons to be learned. Mm-hmm. A lot of little lessons to be learned. And so as you learn these little lessons, turn them in the back of your thing, you know, and, 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 and move on. They had a saying, I remember, Elibar, when I first came into, into uh, in recovery in Narcotics Anonymous, and they said, um, if it don't apply, just put it up on the shelf, okay? <laughs> put it up on the shelf because, it, and it, because, it, because the Holy Spirit will bring back to your remembrance is what I'm going with. You know, what right. it is that you need. You know, right. so and as we continue to enhance and, 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 and that relationship with the Holy Spirit, you know, we give him something to work with. But you got but you but you have got to get into the word. You gotta get into the word of God. You have to know what this says and, and, and put this in your heart so yeah. that you know the Holy Spirit will have something to 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 uh, to regurgitate. You know, mm-hmm. so you have something to bring back to your remembrance, but you cannot bring it back to your remembrance if you don't. Uh, uh, if you don't take the word in, no word in, no word out. Word in, word out. And it's just Come that on now. We just took a walk in the word with Elder Brett Ooh, Gilbert. And he's going to tell us how we can get that five minutes with God. Yeah, man. From, oh, that one, that, that's not fair, man. That I let you talk. That was all. That was all you. <laughs> He was on the roll. He was on the roll. Oh wow! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know what? Every every Monday we do this uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, five minutes of God. It's a book that I wrote called Five Minutes of God. Three hundred sixty-five days daily devotion. You can go to my website www.billtvm.com and get a signed copy from me. I'll sign it and I'll send it to you. I mean, everybody's got a copy. I've been blessed by it. Uh, one of the ladies at church told me yesterday. She said, "Man." I read your book every morning. She was on our, uh, on our Facebook this morning, and she said, uh, "She said I read, man, it just helped me so much. Get a copy today. I'm telling you. And on Wednesdays, we do Bible study at 9 a.m. Central Time on Facebook, and we do we do the walk. I mean, we're walking work. We do the five minutes. Got 6 a.m. Central Time on face, Facebook and YouTube. So join us. Come join us. We're having a good time walking in the Word. Walking in the Word. All As right. You follow family. him on all social media platforms at Brett B.T. Guilford and you can always get uh, notified when these mighty sessions are going on. Well, you was preaching. I was like, I didn't have no handkerchief, but ain't no <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much uh, Elder right. Brett Guilford for being on the Cheryl Boggs show. All right. Cheryl Boggs, you have a fantastic rest of your day today on purpose, okay? Thank you so much, and uh, stay inside because it's 107 hours. Yeah, I know it's a little warm outside. <laughs> Just a little bit. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. All right. Well, I am Evangelist Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in His Word. Don't go anywhere because after the break, uh, Pastor Lorenzo Maddox is going to be joining me from Maryland. And we're going to talk about his book, Walking in the Rhythm of Jesus. All right. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. 
Hey, this is Dee Dee Ingram, host of the Dee Dee Ingram Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. from FBRN Studios at Glove Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear a living room conversation that we invite you to be a part of. So be sure to log on each week on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. to catch the Dee Dee Ingram Show on FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in! Podcasters and internet radio hosts, it's time to take your show to the next level. Hi, my name is Sammy G, a 30-plus year radio broadcasting veteran, public speaker, and voiceover artist. And for the last 11 years, now the proud owner of Fishbowl Radio Network, the largest and most listened to streaming platform and radio station facility of its kind. Two years ago, I created a proprietary system to help podcasters and internet radio hosts learn how to program their show like the pros, build a constantly growing and loyal fan base, and monetize their show. I teach this system every six weeks via Zoom to individuals all over the world. The Behind the Mic Masterclass is six one-hour classes that will finally take your show to the next level. Call today, 817-633-4880, 817-633-4880, and reserve your seat for the next Behind the Mic Masterclass. Hi, this is Diane Marion Eunice, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. For the past nine years, I have worked with over 300 couples in the areas of sexual health, communication, and conflict resolution. If you are interested in rebuilding connection and intimacy with your partner, please contact me today. I can be reached at 682-201-8175, or you can email me at diane at let's talkrelationships.org or visit my website at www.letstalkrelationships.org and remember you can't heal if you refuse to deal Hey, this is Keisha, host of I Am Radio. Join us July 29th through July 31st for the three-day self-fest, hosted by Kenzie Shays at the BGM Boardroom, located in Dallas, Texas. This will be a three-day festival focusing on self while diving deeper in emotional, physical, and mental well-being. The self-fest will provide panel discussions, speakers and vendors, and physical activities, and so much more. Again, join us starting July 29th. Tickets are $5 for one day and $13 for three days. You may go to www.kenzieshades.com and select events or visit us on Eventbrite. Invest in yourself. You deserve it. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. FBRN.US. Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. My Testimony is the latest CD by Cheryl Boggs, featuring the hit single, Some Trust, powerful worship songs such as In Your Presence and Holy Spirit Breathe, and there's a throwback song, I Thank You. Download your copy of My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs today at CherylBoggs.com, iTunes, CD Baby, and all digital outlets. 
You'll find your testimony in my testimony by Cheryl Boggs. If you're looking for an easy listening praise and worship CD with a fresh sound and anointing, then this is the CD for you. Pure Worship from My Heart to His by Cheryl Boggs. Pure Worship will inspire you and bring a level of peace and the presence of God to you wherever you are. For more information, you may visit my website at www.cherylboggs.com. Also available on iTunes and cdbaby.com. Hey, y'all, what's going on? It's Devon Franklin. You're listening to Cheryl Boggs, Resting in His Word. That's the only place you need to be. Stay right here. Don't turn. God bless you. Hi, this is Jay Jerome. This is Jay Jerome, and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Beautiful people, this is Major Mr. This is why I love you. And we're rocking with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in, resting in his word. What's up? It's your man Montel Jordan, and this is how we do it. You listen to my girl Cheryl Boggs, and we're resting in his word. Hi, this is Jay Jerome. This is Jay Jerome, and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in his word with Cheryl Boggs. Hey, y'all, what's going on? It's Devon Franklin. You're listening to Cheryl Boggs, Resting in His Word. That's the only place you need to be. Stay right here. Don't turn. God bless you.
Yes, Lord, I still believe in you. Believe in every word that is in the word of God, every word that you've spoken, every word that I've read, everything and every promise. Your promises are yes and amen. Knowing that Romans 8 and 28 says that all things work together for good to them that love God to those who are the called according to his purpose. Well, it's a BEA beautiful day. Even though it's 107 degrees, we are extremely thankful. We're thankful that we can even feel the sunshine and feel the sun uh, on our faces, in our hounds, in our cars, that we are able to... Uh, just have the breath of life. And that is what is important. Because as long as we are above ground, as long as breath is still in our bodies, as long as we are um, able, the Bible says, listen, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So if you've got breath, then it's time to say thank you, Jesus. If you've got breath, then it's time to say glory to your name, Lord. If you've got breath, it's time to say hallelujah. If you've got breath, it's time to say thank you, Jesus. If you've got breath, <laughs> then it is time to praise the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Yes, so... As we are waiting on uh, Pastor Maddox, he probably needs to go all the way out um, and then come back in. So, Pastor, if you're listening, go all the way back out of uh, where the link is and then come in again. So it is, it is a time where there are so many things going on. There's so many things to, uh, to be concerned about. Uh, but the Bible tells us, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, you know, Jesus was like, if you believe in God, believe also in me. And I often say they, you know, they want to, they use that at a lot of the funerals or the home goings, but, I like to say, let not your heart be troubled. So no matter what's going on, the chaos around you, the, uh, the uncertainty, the gas prices, the formulas, the, um, the mass shootings, the, um, there's so much going on in the world. But isn't it good to know that there's a God who cares, there's a God who knows, and there's a God that you can talk to and there's a God that you can say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. And he will lead and guide us. I love that. He will lead and guide us. <laughs> say that with me. He will lead and guide me into all truth. He is the one true and living God. 
there's no shadow of turning in him. There is no uh, leaning. The Bible tells us not to lean to our own understanding, but to acknowledge him in all of our ways. And he will direct our paths. And that's why it's so important to know what the Bible says, to know what the word of God says about you, about your life, about what he can do because there's nothing that is too hard for him. All right, we are going to uh, play another song. I'm going to let uh, the engineer choose one. You could actually do the Trust Me if you like. Um, and I am going to get Pastor Maddox back, and uh, we'll continue with the interview. So right now, enjoy the song. Dreams were taken 
hearts. Yes, we worship you, Lord, in spirit and in truth, bowing down before you because he is the king. You want to know who the king of glory is? Jesus Christ. Amen. There is nobody like him in all the earth. Well, I've got Pastor Lorenzo Maddox, and he's going to be joining the program. Let's bring him on. Let's see. Pastor Maddox, how are you? Welcome. I'm doing good. Thank you so much. How are you? I am doing well, doing well. Um, is it warm there in Maryland? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it's 107 here in Dallas. Well, it's not that hot here. <laughs> oh, but like I was saying earlier, it is a blessing that we can even feel the heat. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. So we are happy to have you on the program. So tell us a little bit about where you pastor, your church, all of that. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, and thank God for my wife for helping me to get on tonight. Yeah. need to help me. Right? <laughs> uh, pastor in Baltimore, um, Maryland, um, Prince of Peace Missionary Baptist Church, 519 West Lafayette, Baltimore, Maryland. I've been there for 27 years. Wow. And what's the name of the church? Prince of Peace Missionary Baptist Church. Prince of Peace. You know... That's who Jesus Christ is. He's the Prince of Peace. Yes. <laughs> I, I love it. So you've been pastoring for how, how many years? 27. 27 years. And then the Lord spoke to you. You started uh, preaching sermons yes. on the rhythm yes. of Jesus. Yes, yes. Yes, and yes. Then Go ahead, and then it yeah. turned into a book. It turned yeah. into... Yes, it turned into a book. Uh, we'll thank God for, uh, as you know, Evangelista Chu, yes. who said to me, um, Pastor, your words need to be um, out there. And we, we thank God for her connection with you to even have us on blog, radio, and TV. This was nothing of me. Um this was her um, leading me into the deep waters. Um, but we're thankful for that. And um, here we are, by the grace of God. We started on Rhythm. Another pastor, friend of mine. Uh-oh, what happened? That, that, that um, pastor, a good friend of mine here in Baltimore, James Butler, was a great, great help. He kept on encouraging me, said, Pastor, you need to write this thing down. So here we are uh, with the rhythm of Jesus. And um, and it's been a blessing. And I think it's, it's been a blessing to others. Okay, so give us a little bit of when the Lord began to speak. Because it turned into a series. So, yeah. so when the Lord first began to speak to you about the rhythm of Jesus... Uh, yeah, yes, I, I don't want to get ahead of you. I, I began to think about Jesus. Everything that Jesus did was in the rhythm of his father. And I began to think about the story of and that God created the world, Adam and Eve. Adam was um, in, in the world by himself. 
and and everybody had rhythm around Adam, but Adam didn't have rhythm. Mm. God turned around and, and and made him a helpmate, and Eve was his rhythm. And at, at last, first time in his life, bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, he now has rhythm. And I began to look at that story like that rhythm. And and then how um, Satan is one who wants to break our rhythm, our rhythm from God. One thing he did um, in, in the rhythm thing, he broke the, ry the rhythm from Adam and Eve. That, that happy person that, that Adam was when he saw Eve, Satan came and whispered in her ears and broke that rhythm from among them and broke the rhythm among themselves and God. Mm. So when you're saying rhythm, mm -hmm. what are you meaning by rhythm? Um, glad you asked me that. Our bodies work off a rhythm. Our mind works off a rhythm. Our heart beat off a rhythm. Rhythm is all inside of us. The world is around rhythm. And, and, and at one point in my life, I came to the place to realize that I was on the wrong rhythm. I needed that rhythm. In order to uh, love your enemies, do good for them that do you wrong, pray for them that despite to use you, you need the rhythm of Jesus. I've learned that Jesus had rhythm. That's the only way he made it, with the rhythm of his father. Hmm. So, I was listening to the radio, and I don't know how old this song is, but uh, somebody said, walking in rhythm and moving in sound. Is it sound or song? <laughs> so, you're saying that there is a rhythm, and we need to get in to the rhythm of Jesus. We need to get in to his way, his way of doing things, his way of, 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 of speaking, his way of loving, his way. Is that what, is that what, is that what you're saying? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And, and the beautiful part about it, Jesus demonstrated to us the rhythm life. Mm. He did everything in rhythm, within the rhythm of his father. And the good thing about it, he shares now rhythm with us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, yeah, most definitely. So um, I was saying earlier, you know, about we're, we're not to lean to our own understanding, but we acknowledge him in all of our ways and he'll direct our path. So if we are acknowledging him, then we are checking his rhythm. We're checking his pulse. We're, we're, uh, our heartbeat is his heartbeat. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. Our heartbeat is. And it's a desire to live in the rhythm that he lived in. Mm. Peace in that rhythm. There's joy in that rhythm. There's understanding in that rhythm. Uh, I did something yesterday. I can win in the rhythm of Jesus, but without the rhythm of Jesus, I'm a loser. <laughs> I can win. Um, and I'm winning internally within my heart, my mind. I can win with Jesus' rhythm. Hmm. So the title, 
walking in the rhythm of Jesus. So the walking part is running that race. Yes. yes. Living the race, walking like Jesus, thinking like Jesus, acting like Jesus. You may not win, may not seem that you're winning externally, but you're winning inwardly. Because okay. whenever I walk like him, talk like him, pray like him, love like him, I, I got a cheerleader. He becomes my cheerleader, and the Holy Spirit empowers me to keep that rhythm alive. Matter of fact, uh, I'm coming to the point where I'm happy to know that there's no other life to live but in the rhythm of Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. So we talked about how it came about and how the first sermons, how many messages uh, had you preached or have you preached on uh, walking in the rhythm of Jesus? And uh, I, I have done nine, nine messages, nine message on the rhythm of Jesus. I talked about the connective rhythm. Jesus was connected when he went to the well and saw that woman. She was in a disconnecting. He connected her. Mm-hmm. He changed my rhythm. Um, I'm a witness. He changed. I didn't. I was born in a rhythm, but it wasn't in the rhythm of God. I was born in the rhythm of sin. Right. He changed my rhythm. Then um, the next sermon I did was on the the rhythm of Satan. Many people don't understand when Satan got kicked out. He had a team that he has people today that's on his team is the rhythm of Satan. The rhythm of Satan is what he approached Joe with. That was mm-hmm. the rhythm of Satan. A lot of times people blame God for things. It's not God. It's, it's the rhythm of Satan. Let's talk about the rhythm of self, the rhythm of the heart. Um, somebody's breaking my rhythm. And then Second Corinthians 5, 15 says, um, I, he gives me a new creature in Christ, a new rhythm. Wow. He's teasing us and he's saying, go get the book. Go get the book so you can learn more about this, these rhythms. And, and I love the fact that we, you know, that there is a rhythm. I love the fact that um, we can walk, and talk and be in sync with the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, I was just thinking, Pastor, I love that the the scripture that says that Jesus says, I only speak what I hear the father speak. Yes. Yes. That's rhythm. You got it. You you can rhythm. That's right. Yeah. 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 That was rhythm. The rhythm that was important to him was what his father. And when many people don't understand, Jesus never did nothing of self. Right. he, He did everything that the father wanted him to do. And there's an old song that says, uh, the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, So we could change that. We could add, uh, the safest place in the whole wide world is in the rhythm. (laughs) In the rhythm of God. (laughs) 
Yes, because that's it's it's important, and especially pastor in this day when there's so much chaos going on and people are looking for peace and yeah. and, and and where they should be looking to the church, so we can give them yeah. instead of giving them religion and giving them us, yeah. we can give them Jesus. We can say, hey, here is you know. God is not a man that he should lie, and neither the son of man. So he should repent. Listen, he's not a man. And we can give them some hope. Yes. Um, and that, I think, is, is unfortunately, uh, what is missing a little bit in our churches today. We kind of then flipped it a little bit. Instead of presenting Jesus, we're mm -hmm. presenting personality. We're presenting yeah. uh, us. And yeah, you know us on even a good day. Right, us not is not gonna do right. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. Oh yes. 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 And since you said that, uh, Evangelist uh, Cheryl, this is what I thought about: the rhythm of Jesus will always live within the believer. That rhythm will never die. Okay. There were some folks that came here and died without the rhythm. But once you get that rhythm of Jesus, it never dies. Even when I aspire on this side, the rhythm takes me on the other side. <laughs> That's good. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to add, I know we're talking about rhythm, and I'm going to add to that rhythm is the presence of God. Yes. When you're walking in, you know, when you're, when you're living and walking in his presence, number one, you don't go through life going, um, oh, I don't get to do this. And why do I don't get to do that? And that you know, a bunch of rules and regulations. And when you're walking in his rhythm and walking in his presence, you're saying, I'm walking in his love. I'm walking in his peace. And some of these things, okay, the majority of those things, I don't even want to do because yeah. when his presence there's yeah. in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Like you were saying, there's peace and there's love, right? Yes, 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 yes. And, and when we walk in his rhythm, he becomes our cheerleader. Yes. I like that. He never leaves us. So, so one would never feel forsaken by him. Mm -hmm. He's our cheerleader. I love, I, I, I like that. He's a, and he's for us. Yeah. He's not against us. You're right. At all. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And regardless what? of your life has been, you can get a new rhythm. And the good news is that the rhythm of Jesus doesn't cost you nothing. Right. Because he paid for it. He right. died. It's free just for the asking. Mm hmm. Because they say it like this. I can have a million dollars for you, but if you don't accept it, then you don't receive it. And that's just how simple it is to receive, you know, receive Jesus Christ in our hearts, get that rhythm and and and, and walk. And and as you know, for being, you know, in ministry as long as you have, it's a journey. It's, yes. it's not, it's not a sprint. We're not, it's not that hundred yard dash that you see that's real fast. And no, it's a, it's a ever 
walking yes. ever journey. It's right. Yes, it, it is. You're really right. Yes, but it's a rhythm uh, that I wish I had did um, before I done it. It's a it's a wonderful rhythm. It's a it's a it's a real communion where mm -hmm. I communion with God the Father um, that loved me, Jesus the Son that died for me, and the Holy Spirit that filled me. It's a communion. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rhythm of communion in the rhythm. Yes. Okay, man. So I'm sure everything that you're preaching right now got that rhythm in it somewhere in there. <laughs> in every yes. message. Yes, yes, yes man. Yes. So how can they get, well, let me get the, the title, Walking in the Rhythm of Jesus by Lorenzo Maddox. How can they get that book? They can get it by, um, you can go to my cash app. Um, the book is $17 on the cash app. You can do um, dollar sign Pastor L. Maddox. And um, you do that, and I'll see to it that I'll send the book to you. Or we have a launching on Saturday um, at the, in, here in Baltimore. Anyone in the Baltimore area is at the Towson Marriott. Um, they're welcome at six o'clock. You can you can get it. Um, and it, it's a, um, it, um, you can come there and get the book. There's a couple. Um, I'm at, at a Christian bookstore here in Baltimore, at a Christian bookstore here in Baltimore on the first Saturday in August called His Way. His okay. Way Christian Bookstore. I'm there from 11 to 2 on the first Saturday in August. So any kind of way you can inbox me, you can, um, many ways um, you can get in touch with me and I'll be more than happy to um, send a book to you. Okay, and the cost again? $17. So send $17 to dollar sign Pastor L. You can do a capital L Maddox, M-A-D-D-O-X. And he will be more than happy to get in touch with you, get your address, and get this walking in the rhythm of Jesus to you. I mean, I mean, I know our appetites have been wet uh, with just the titles of of the um the titles of the chapters in yes. the book man that that is really powerful so lisa chu we want to give a shout out to lisa she's on and she's commenting and uh you were giving a shout out to her earlier i don't know if she heard it but she has uh has been very instrumental in getting this book and getting your ministry out there um, so I think the Lord is using her to be a cheerleader for, <laughs> for your ministry. Yes. And we, we thank God. We appreciate that. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. And thank God for you. Oh, well, amen. Amen. So we are thankful. Thank you so much for, uh, and thank your wife. What's your wife's name? Antoinette. Hi, Antoinette. And, <laughs> and, uh, Thank her for, you know, staying in there and getting you on. Uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. 
I, I was hearing her in the background. She was like, no, click this link. This is what you need to do. So we're thankful. Uh, thank God that she was able to help you get on because this has been really powerful. I've truly enjoyed, you know, hearing about walking in the rhythm of Jesus and how that is his heartbeat, God's heartbeat. And uh, so, okay, whatever you just did, you went black. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Lorenzo Maddox, for being on the Cheryl Boggs show, Resting in His Word. And it was a pleasure having you on. Much success with the book. Um, and thankfully, you branched out from just being a pastor. Now you're a pastor and author, and you're going to bless millions. Oh, thank, thank you so much. I, I know you're really busy. Thanks for taking time. Thank you for your patience um, with me. Um, thanks for not laughing at me when I send you broadcasts uh, the wrong <laughs> But we thank you for all that you do. We, I really appreciate that. And thanks for encouraging me to do better. I appreciate that. Oh, you're certainly welcome. All right. Well, keep us posted on the success of the launch. And um, thank you so much again for being on the show today. And you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your evening. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. God bless. All right. I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. You're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word, heard live here every Monday, beginning at 6 o'clock Central, beginning at 7 o'clock. Eastern, maybe that's easier. For 6 to 8 Central, 7 to 9 Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Studios. It's always a blessing to uh, bring you the Word of God, to bring you uh, something you can, can build your faith on, build your hope in, build your trust in. And it is so important to have a foundation. I say this all the time. I think the fallacy of what's going on in the world today with our young people, with our millennials, with whatever the AZ, whatever, you know, they've got so many gender, you know, gen. I think the fallacy and the thing that kind of disturbs me a little is we're not giving them a foundation. We're not giving them anything. Anytime a three-year-old can tell you what they are and what they aren't going to do. Anytime, you know, um, and teenagers, you can kind of expect that, but it's, they're still living in your house. And so you can still give them a little bit of guidance. But right now, it's like, if you don't believe in anything, if you don't have a foundation, then... It's like, well, it's not like it is building your house on sand. And the Bible talks about that. There were two men. One built their house on a rock. The other built their house on sand. And when the wind blew, the one that uh, the house that was built on the sand crumbled. I know you always thought that that was the three little pigs and the wolf. That came right out the Bible. That story came right out of the Bible. Because, and, it, and, and then it also talks about when the word comes in, 
when you hear the word, like if you're, you're hearing the rhythm of Jesus, when you're hearing about the love of God, the presence of God, the power of God, you're hearing that and you're like, wow, you've got to continue to feed that. You've got to nourish that because if not, then, you know, the Bible gives the analogy of the birds will come, which the enemy or life will come and snuff that word out. You've got to have something that's built. You have to have a foundation that's built on something other than yourself. Because even, let's face it, even on a good day, you let yourself down. You'd be like, man, why did I do that? You know, and and the whole reason for me coming here on Mondays is to tell you, number one, there's a better way. Number two, you don't have to give up and you don't have to give in. You don't have to walk through this life with no hope and, and, and wondering, oh my goodness, what's going to happen next? Because if you're looking at that and you're looking at life, you will be like, well, where is this God? Where, where is this God you're talking about? And how come that he's allowing these mass shootings? And how come he's allowing people to die? And how come we are, as human beings, are free moral agents? And we get to choose. If we were not free moral agents, then everyone would be saved. Everyone would be a Christian and we'd be skipped skip it through life but you have a choice and you either choose life or you choose death and unfortunately there was a lot of you know the, the shooters and you know there was something in their mind that said okay well life is not worth living and if i'm not if life isn't worth living for me then i'm gonna snuff out other people's lives and it, and unfortunately it's innocent people that has done absolutely nothing to you know to them so that's why it's so important for me to to lay a foundation and to tell you that what they used to say in in, in this uh, church I used to go to and, and, and visit and they would get up and they would say on Christ, the solid rock. OK, they would say it a little bit. I'll tell you how they used to say it. On Christ, the solid rock I stand and they do their head. All other ground is sinking sand. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. And, you know, being young, I was like, what are they talking about? And then as I began to, to get come out of my teenage years and, 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 and start living life and paying bills and watching, you know, uh, one day you have a job, next day you're laid off, or one minute you're in a relationship, next minute somebody walks out. You know, there's so, you know, just chaos all around. But when I found out that there was a foundation, when I found out that that rock, Jesus Christ, is that foundation that I can depend on, lean on, and as they say, is the rock that will not roll. Think about it. If you are even in a ship or on a boat and you want that boat to stay steady, come on now, it has an anchor. You know, you have to anchor it down. And that to me is what the word of God does. It anchors our soul. It anchors our emotions. It anchors us, anchors it 
what would be another word? It it sustains us. It keeps us. It allows us to know that there is hope. It allows us to know that you may have fallen yesterday. You may have fallen this afternoon, but there's a God that loves you and he can pick you up and start you back on your way. Don't you love that? I keep seeing this little thing. and I mean, I don't know what what it's called, but it's two little toddlers. And I guess the one, the one toddler, um, falls down and skins. I think it's skins her knee and the other little toddler, which is a young man, a little boy. And he comes in and kisses her knee and makes it all better. I was like, if that's not the cutest thing, but if that's not the 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 way our heavenly father is i mean we could fall down scrape our knees mess up lie cheat steal you know like i always say there's no big sins and little sins it's all sin uh people like to say you know but listen at the end of the day as they say it's all in there and his mercy is there to, to cover us, to help us. Even if I murdered someone, even if I did this, even if I did that, even if I had an abortion, even if, listen, you do not have to be tormented in your mind with anything that you've done in your past. Your past can be something that's like an hour ago. And I'm not, you know, telling you about, like you say, like a greasy grace. I'm not giving you a license to sin. I'm saying that there is grace and there is hope. And the wonderful thing about grace and about mercy, Lamentations tells us that his mercies are new every morning. And when you love someone, you're not going to just continue to do things that is going to hurt them and to bring them pain. And because that's not love. And so when you accept Jesus Christ and you start reading his word and his word says, you know, thou shall not kill, thou shall not steal. You know, he's not saying that to be mean. He's saying these, these things are not good for you. Thou shall not commit adultery. He's saying, you know, but like I said, you free. We are free moral agents. But then you have to wake up the next morning and say, man, was that worth it? Wake up the next morning, someone you don't even know. You don't know their name. And as women, we really, you know, need to think more of ourselves than to just continue to give ourselves for that little fleeting moment of thinking someone loves us. Get in touch with the one who really loves you. And all he wants is your heart. And that's Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish. I told you, I gave my testimony uh, on a couple of shows back, and I told you that preacher said to me that all Jesus wanted was my heart. What? Give him your heart today. And I was like, man, everybody trying to get everything, you know, from me. And all Jesus wants is my heart. And he will wipe my slate clean and start me on the road, what they call straight, or get me on that road walking in the rhythm of Jesus. <laughs> See how I brought that in? All right, listen, uh, follow uh, Pastor Lorenzo Maddox. Um, 
you can also follow Lisa Chu and get all the information on where he's going to be, where he's going to be signing his book, and where you can get Walking in the Rhythm of Jesus. Well, my time is is uh, just about up, but I love bringing you the Word of God, bringing you hope, letting you know that there is a God that loves you more than you will ever know. And he's not mad at you. He's madly in love with you. And he wants to change your life for the better. He loves you too much to keep you or to allow you to stay in the sin or, you know, that, that you're in. He wants to pick you up turn you around and place your feet on solid ground. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs, and you've been listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word, heard live every Monday from 6 to 8 Central, 7 to 9 Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Studios, as well as on Cheryl Boggs' music page on Facebook, as well as the Cheryl Boggs and Cheryl Boggs' music page on YouTube. All right. Will you join me again next week? I certainly hope you will. Listen, uh, Darren and Nikita Blakely, they were going to be on the show a couple of weeks ago about marriage and being a champion in marriage. They are going to be joining with me next week. So mark your calendars and I love you. Jesus loves you. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Hey, hey, Go check out Tumble on YouTube, Tumble by Cheryl Boggs featuring the outcry. Check out the video there and then go download the song. All right. I will see you again next week. God bless you. You've been listening to Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Please send all prayer requests, questions, or comments to rihw at cherylboggs.com. Resting in His Word is a listener-supported program. To find out how you can support the program, you may visit my website at C-H-E-R-Y-L-B-O-G-G-S dot com or call 972-239-0406 for more information. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please read Romans 10, 9-13 and pray to receive Jesus in your heart today. You'll be glad you did. And remember, he that dwells in the secret place will always be found resting in his word.